Welcome to the Talk of Fame Network. I got a good deal on those boys. The scout said they showed a lot of promise. With your Hall of Fame voters. Don't act like you're not impressed. Ron Borges. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Rick Oslin. I don't know what we're yelling about! And Clark Judge. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? On SB Nation Radio. Well, I'm guessing, Ron, from that intro, you probably figured out it's somebody's birthday. you have any idea whose? Well, uh, it's almost June 1st. June Allison? June Jones? <laughs> Good. June Swoon? Good. It's my brother's June 1st, but no, no. Actually, it's the Beatles. Well, Beatles. not exactly the Beatles. It's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And there it is. Hall of Fame LP. I don't think they use that word anymore, that expression anymore, which was released on June 1st, 1967, or 50 years ago. Yep. Wow. It was 50 years ago today. Well, Ron, I guess tomorrow, that Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. Uh, listen, I remember my brother brought that home, living in North Carolina, brought it home in August, showed me the cover, and I went, what's this? And I looked at it and went, I, I don't understand. I, I didn't recognize who was standing there. You'd normally see the the band in coats and ties, and then their name is prominently placed. I couldn't find either, and I looked at these guys in uniform and mustaches, and then he throws on the, the album, and he put on side two, which opened with Within You, Without You. And it, it, it wasn't Sergeant Pepper's here like that. Yeah, it's the Beatles. This was a George Harrison song that featured sort of Indian mysticism with the sitar, tabla, unconventional rhythms, and everything. And I, I thought, what in the world? But you know what, Ron, by that evening... We played the record multiple times, and then it was my father who was saying, what in the world? <laughs> Any memory of it, Ron? Uh, yeah, Fading Memory, sure. Uh, is that the one that I played backwards all the time, or was that the White <laughs> Album? I can't remember. That was the White Album. That was the one. Uh, well, I was doing a lot of things backwards in the 60s, as I recall, although I don't recall that much of the 60s, which gives me something in common with Tiger Woods. Yeah, and maybe the Beatles, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly the Beatles, and no question, the Stones. Yeah, well, Happily that's named. for sure. Hey, listen, Ron, you're yeah. on the Hall of Fame committee, so am I. Um, a little stretch here, but if Sergeant Peppers were an NFL player or coach, who would it be, or what would it be? Sergeant Julius Peppers <laughs> and, his, <laughs> and his band of Panther defenders. That's what I said. Wait, wait a minute. You think is Julius Peppers going to the Hall of Fame, Ron? Well, he's got an outside chance, don't you think? He's got a lot yeah, of sacks. he's got an outside People chance, like but sacks. this this is a. First ballot Hall of Fame LP. Well, don't tell that to the Goose Man, who's not here. But if he was, yeah. he'd be yeah. spinning in his whatever he's spinning in. He's all over Motown. Um, also, Ron, if, if since I mentioned first ballot, if you had a first ballot choice for Canton, uh, and I'm talking about songs on this album, and I don't yeah. know how familiar you are with it, but I assume oh, it'd be Day, it day in the Yeah, okay, okay. I assume it'd be Day in the Life. But um, if it weren't, and you had a second nominee, what would that song be? Well, I've got a tie actually between. Uh, Getting better, a little mm -hmm. help from my friends. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying for the former, and I always need the latter. And frankly, <laughs> so does everybody else. I like good morning, good morning, which That's it good. is when I hear your voice or Rick's on the other end. But, uh, yeah, those are all good selections. Um, and good morning, good morning. Yeah, it's John Lennon. Anyway, uh, you might have noticed that Ron is the only one answering here, and there's good reason. It's because Ron and I are holding down the show while Rick Gosselin, a.k.a. Dr. Data takes some well-deserved R&R, &R, and I'm not talking about rock 
and roll. He's in Kansas City. Uh, we're used to live and work. And while he's away, Ron, guaranteed, we're not going to play today. Nope. We're going to continue our tour of NFL divisions by checking in with the NFC East, one of the most competitive divisions out there. And we're going to check in today with Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott. That's Doesn't right, get any Dak. bigger than that, does it? No. Uh-uh. Dak yeah, Prescott hot. is with us. And I think even the Goose Man would agree with you. Doesn't get any bigger than that, just as long as Tony Romo is not here. Um, <laughs> and we're also going to have former Washington running back and Hall of Fame hopeful Larry Brown, whom Goose wrote about on our website, Talk of Fame Network, earlier this year. And he likes Larry Brown for the Hall of Fame, as, as I do, and I think you do as well. Yep. We're also going to be hearing from a variety of media guests. That's right, media guests as we try. And I said try to replace Rick Goslin for a week this week. We're going to have Todd Archer from ESPN.com. He's here, and he's also from Dallas. Um, so is Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowicz from the Philly Daily News. Uh, he's in with the house with us, as well as Paul Schwartz, Giants beat writer for the New York Post. So you can see we've got the NFC East covered. And uh, so is former Hall of Fame voter and San Diego Union Tribune columnist Nick Canepa, who I'll be seeing in a couple weeks when I go out to San Diego. But before we get to them, Ron, let me get to you. Um, yes. Let's start with your favorite team and not the Patriots or that lacrosse team that you coach. What's that team? Littleton U11 Gold. We're in the Patriots Cup. Is your son on that team? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's a cog in the great wheel. Wow. And hopefully hockey, it won't be a clock. It <laughs> <laughs> does it all. Um, but uh, we're going to start talking about the greatness of your favorite team, Ron, the Raiders. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I just see where they sold yeah, out Hall there. There's Hall of Fame music right there. Oh, I know. And you break out in a cold sweat every time. We've got to throw you the towel. I do. I'm going to lay down for a minute if you don't mind. They just sold out their home games for 2017, Ronnie. Yes, and, sir. And that, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know we talked about this before. I, I'm not sure I really get it. I mean, if I lived in the Bay Area, and, and I did it one time, and so did you, and, and the Raiders announced that they're leaving Oakland behind again, which they have, uh, this time for Las Vegas. If I'm a season ticket holder, why am I renewing or why am I paying to see them leave? Well, Clark, I think it's because uh, if, if you're that kind of a fan, you want to see the return of the greatness of the Raiders. Uh, there's a strong chance of that if Derek Carr stays healthy and the defense continues to improve, which I think it will. Uh, and why wouldn't long-suffering Raider fans in the East Bay who – we're forced to watch the likes of Jamarcus Russell stagger around. And uh, now there's a moment to revel in, in the return of the Raiders. They may mm -hmm. not be here for long, but who knows? This could be their year. And in addition, if you think about it logically, where else can you wear those spiked helmets and face paint and change <laughs> without getting locked up? You know, So it's, it's a double dip. On the show, you could. Well, you could do it, Mayor, yeah. Rick's living room, you could do it. Take that off, would you please, Ron? Take off that helmet. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, Ron, if you, if you lived in the Bay Area, seriously, if you lived in the Bay Area and, and you were a season ticket holder, would you renew this year? Would you go? Well, being a sports writer, as you know, we don't buy anything. Right. Uh, but I mean, if but you're I a fan. Buy, yeah, but if I was a fan, yeah. Um, no, actually, I'd probably buy a 60-inch TV once I knew that they were sold out right. and I could see all the games in the relative safety of my living room rather than anywhere near the black hole, which we know is a dangerous place to even uh, <laughs> walk by. Uh, but Raider fans, you know, they are, shall we say, unique, to say the least. Yeah, and, that's an uh, understatement. I have people that are afraid after the game to go home on BART until all the Raider fans have cleared out. I wasn't real comfortable about walking across that parking lot, I'll be Yeah, with no, you. you can get your holiday. You know, uh, oh, boy. I got, I got it pretty good one year when the Patriots were playing out there. And then a couple of old fans recognized me and said, hey, hey, you used to be with the Raiders. I said, well, not exactly, but I did cover them. Said, He's okay, with us. You, you get a pass. You can get to real life. 
Okay, Ronnie, on another note, we have a Hall of Famer in the news this week, and not necessarily for all the right reasons, to talk about wide receiver Chris Carter, who is now mentoring, and yes, I said mentoring, Odell Beckham Jr. of the Giants. Now, given the advice that Chris Carter gave NFL rookies a couple years ago, how is this a good thing? Uh, well, obviously, they sort of misspoke that day, but uh, I think Odell Beckham can certainly use some mentoring, and Chris Carter may be the right guy. Uh, he nearly lost his career due, his, due to his own foolish, foolishness, and he, you know, he is honest about that. Uh, he lacked discipline, and he knows what can happen if that persists. And mm-hmm. he also became a Hall of Fame receiver, so he knows what's possible, and he understands uh, that having a fall guy, if you're apt to fall a few times, is, ain't the worst strategy in the world. Right. So all in all, I think he, he, he could have picked a lot worse mentors than, uh, than Chris Carter, and, and it may actually work. Well, I, I saw something uh, recently where Carter – essentially napalm the Giants coaching staff when he was interviewed and saying that uh, OBJ can and will learn more from him than he could or would at the Giants OTAs. And then Carter said, you know what, I never went to OTAs anyway. So, uh, you know, I had Randy Moss come to me. I'm a better guy to instruct him. And you say what, Ron? Uh, well, you know, as a guy, as you know, coached a lot of years, uh, that's a little hard to take. But, frankly, he may be right in a lot of ways. Look, there's nobody on the Giants staff who has as good a receiver or a smarter receiver as Chris Carter was. None of them understand as well as he does all the outside noise that a guy like Beckham is, is, mm-hmm. has swirling around. And, look, these are voluntary workouts, and if a guy thinks he can get more out of working out with somebody else uh, elsewhere, he's got the right to do it. And, right. and at least he's with a guy who knows what he's doing, you know, not right. some guy who's you know, baking pies upside down and telling Tom Brady it's good for you. One last thing, Ronnie, here. Uh, the yes. quarterback who was throwing him passes? Uh-uh. Not Eli Manning. Johnny Manziel, not exactly a good look. No, but as long as uh, uh, they spend all their time together on the field and you don't see them getting into a limo together, uh, I think they're okay. If you do see the latter, uh, look out below. (laughs) Don't get in that limo with Tiger Woods driving, right? For sure. Yeah, okay. Well, our tour of the NFC East, including those Giants, is about to begin with Todd Archer of ESPN.com and Dallas. He's up next. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. And the Beatles. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Stan White. You're listening to Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodet. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat-screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days Inn when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days Inn. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 home. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in the higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. 
Want a bright start to summer? Ask Sherwin-Williams during the National Painting Week sale and save 30% on paints and stains, May 19th through the 29th. With colors like pool blue, organic green, and daffodil, we've got everything you need to add a splash of color. Your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store is right around the corner. Find it at sherwinwilliams.com save. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. The better you drive, the more you save. Bears and bats, they live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe. The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Since 15 minutes ago, I should have fired up my computer and saved some cash. <laughs> Smart man. Listen to Ron. You should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago, just like he said. So go. Hey, with much of this program devoted to the NFC East, um, we figured we'd check in with one of the experts on the subject. Because Rick Goslin isn't with us today, we're going to get another expert, and that's Todd Archer of ESPN.com. Now, Todd covers the Cowboys, and he has been in and around that team and the NFC East for years. But, you know, Ron, more importantly here, I think he's uh, one of the few guys in that division that Josh Norman hasn't trashed, at least not yet anyway. (laughs) Anyway, uh, hey, Todd, thanks so much for being with us. You got it, guys. I'm just uh, getting off the phone with Josh here. He just ripped me, so, you know, I guess I'm (laughs) falling right in line with the rest of these guys. (laughs) There you go. Join the crowd. Um, Well, since I mentioned him and you mentioned him, let's get to him. Uh, He's on a hot streak. I mean, last week he said, and I'm paraphrasing this, um, stuff is going to get really ugly in the NFC East this year. Um, he added there's going to be an abundance of fines and suspensions because, as he says, quote, there's a lot of bad blood out there, unquote. Uh, how much bad blood, Todd? Are you bringing your body armor to games this year? What's going on? It's great to say it in, you know, late May here in an off season where everybody's just starting their first week of OTAs. But I think when these teams meet, you know, we'll bring it up because that's what we do, and we'll want to get some juicy headlines and reactions and and, and quotes. But, you know, I just think Josh is just kind of having some fun. And I'm sure, obviously, we we saw the bad blood between him and Odell Beckham a couple years ago when he was in Carolina playing against the Giants. And we've seen him and Des Bryant talk, you know, back and forth at each other about each franchise and deserving to get their money back from the guy that they just beat up that day. So, it's all well and good. It's all it's all good talk, and it's a little WWE. But uh, I don't know when these teams meet come whenever this fall that we're going to be sitting there thinking, okay, let's get our checkbooks out because uh, everybody's going to want to get a fine or get a suspension. I, I think cooler heads will prevail once they actually get to the field. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it sells papers, except I don't think anything sells papers anymore. Does it run? <laughs> don't say that. All right, it gets page views. How about that one? That's yeah, there we go. There That's right. Go. Clicks. We want there clicks. I go. love clicks. I go to the grocery store. I say, I got 10 clicks in my pocket. They look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, like Bitcoin. Exactly. Those aren't, well, Josh, those aren't clicks in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of that. Uh, you know, Josh, you know, Josh Norman uh, is at least an equal opportunity uh, disser. You know, I mean, he called Des Bryant just a guy. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is a big kid who isn't as tough as he acts. So what do you sort of make of Josh's whole approach to things here? You know, receivers are the divas. Uh, they're the ones that do the whining and complaining and talking and celebrating. He's just trying to fit in with all the with, with those guys and draw some attention to himself you know as far as the you know w- with Dez and just the guy you know if you look at his numbers the last two years after he signed the big contract then uh, you know you, you can say that but you also should have some context behind it because he's missed time with a foot injury a broken foot came back after missing five games in, in 2015 to a team that was just terrible uh and, and they shut him down at the end of the season then last year he he, he broke a bone in his leg and missed some time as well. So he, he's not put up the numbers that he did in 2014 when he led the, the league in, in touchdown catches. But for the Cowboys, he's still a valuable and huge asset to their offense that if he's healthy, they believe he can be that 2014 version of Des Bryant and, and a huge difference maker and make life even harder for opposing defenses when they got to stop Ezekiel Elliott in that offensive line. So, you know, is Des the greatest of route runners? That, that, you know, in all those fine intricacy things, maybe not. But he's still a dominating player and a, a guy who can physically beat up corners, whether they're big, whether they're small, whether they're fast, whatever. Des can still do a lot of things to a lot of the top corners, and he had his moments last year against Josh Norman. Well, since you mentioned Des, you know, uh, as you point out, he's had injury problems the last couple of years, um, and you're around him a lot, watch him a lot every day. Do you think he has become sort of uh, used up by the game and not uh, physically going to be able to be the player that he once was? Or do you think that he was just unlucky for a couple of years and is likely to return to that form of his of uh, 2014? Yeah, I think some of it is, is luck and some of it is, you know, age. He, he is getting older. I, I think when, when Dez came into the league, he was the fastball guy. All he had was just the fastball, get guys out with his fastball. And he's learning that I need more than a fastball, especially if my legs betray me. If you're a receiver and you have leg injuries, that's eh, not really a good thing, as, as we all know. So I think he's become a better route runner. They, the Cowboys are trying to do more things to help him get open, put him in motion, put him in the slot, get him in, in bunch formations, doing some different things to help him. And, you know, you're, you're seeing a different guy in how he attacks the game. He's still unbelievably athletic and can do some things that few in this league can but but i think you've seen him become a better route runner add to his route tree and not just be a guy that can physically overpower people and i think he's become more of a pitcher in that respect but he still needs there's still a lot of development he needs to do uh and and i think when you have a second second year quarterback in dak prescott that he still needs a lot of help from his receivers so the, the cowboys need a healthy des bryant if they want to come close to repeating what they did last year. We're speaking with Todd Archer of ESPN.com, and you can find him on Twitter at, at Todd Archer, and you can find us on the web at TalkOfFameNetwork.com and on Twitter at, at TalkOfFameNet. And, Todd, let's get to the money question. How do you see this division shaking out? You know, I, I, I pause to pick the Cowboys to, to win the division again because no one has won back-to-back years in this division, I think, since the 03-04 Eagles. So 
at some point, someone has to win back-to-back years. And I think the Cowboys had such a lead on the rest of the division, even if they lost twice to the Giants last year, that I don't know if anybody closed the gap significantly. They've closed it some, uh, you know, and the Redskins should be better as Kirk Cousins grows. It should be, the Eagles should be better as Carson Wentz grows. And the Giants have an offense with Brandon Marshall. That's a nice addition for them. And their defense obviously gave the Cowboys fits. I, I still would probably pick the Cowboys because of that offensive line, because of Ezekiel Elliott, because you have Dak Prescott. I probably right now would still pick the Cowboys to, to win this division. I don't think they're going 13-3 and three again. Uh, I, I think something like 10-6 and six is probably will, will be enough with a harder schedule and two first-place games against Green Bay and Atlanta. Uh, make it a harder schedule for the Cowboys. But this is a team that's not been able to post back-to-back double-digit win seasons in, in forever. So I paused to pick the Cowboys, but I'm still going to do it here in May because I think that their talent offensively is the best in the league when you match it up against any any defensive grouping from the rest of the division. Well, speaking of, of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, and we're going to have Dak on here shortly, but uh, what impact do you think, if any, does the absence of Tony Romo have on that team, the Cowboys in general, and Prescott in particular? Honestly, I don't think it has. This is going to sound stupid because he's the franchise leader in touchdown passes and passing yards, but he, didn't, he played one drive last year. So I think the Cowboys right. mentally had moved on already from, from that situation, from losing Romo. They lost him last year. So this year is really nothing new. Now, if something were to happen to Dak Prescott early on, you're looking at Kellen Moore as the backup. I'm sure Jerry Jones makes a quick call to Romo and sees if he comes out of the CBS booth to, to, to come in and, and save his day a little bit. But I think the Cowboys experienced this last year of life without Romo, even when he was there. So I don't think this year they enter it thinking, what's it going to be like? How do we run our offense? Who's going to have control of the room? I think you've seen, you've heard and read and seen a lot of things about Dak Prescott, and he doesn't act like a second-year quarterback at all in terms of, how he plays and how he actually leads and what he's like in that room. This rare, rare, rare fourth-round pick for sure. Hey, Todd, we got to get running like the Cowboys got to get running this year, but thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. You got it, guys. No worries. Thanks. Take thanks, care. Todd. That was Todd Archer of ESPN.com. Coming up next, as advertised, it's Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are in the middle of the ocean on a raft finding coverage options that fit your budget as you listen to the ebb and flow of the tide your budget the ebb our coverage the flow why tetherball isn't considered a real sport unknown be at one with your budget with the name your price tool visit progressive.com today progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law here's a little ditty about that john deere mower deck that mows faster better not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 horse. Not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in a higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Hi, Tom Bodette. According to the dad bod craze, the lumpy, less-than-chiseled look is now totally in. So you could say I'm in the best shape of my life. And so is Motel 6. They've updated their properties nationwide with contemporary everything, still for the same low price you've come to expect. So your wallet can feel a little pleasantly plump, too. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. 
Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Talk of Fame Network sponsored by Geico. We're just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest, the Cowboys' Dak Prescott, he plays to win the game. He became one of the most surprising and best stories of 2016. Fourth-round draft pick last year out of Mississippi State. Dak was expected to sit behind veterans Tony Romo and Kellen Moore. But August injuries, as you know, to both of them, put him in the starting lineup, and he never left, leading the Cowboys to franchise record tying 13 victories and an NFC East title. Dak was selected to the Pro Bowl, voted the NFL's Rookie of the Year, and named to star on today's Talk of Fame work. Hey, Dak, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me on. Hey, Dak, lots of folks are still scratching their heads over the fact you slid to the fourth round of the draft. You won 23 games in college, set 38 school records, and took Mississippi State to number one in the nation for the first time in school history. So what did all those NFL teams miss in their evaluation of Dak Prescott? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to judge and evaluate uh, correctly and get every every quality and every trait of a quarterback uh, in the draft because it's not very long uh, that you've got to find out, and it's kind of just listening to the people uh, around me. But I think, for me, they just kind of missed my, my leadership. I know it was talked, uh, but I don't know how much um, NFL teams and executives or whatever thought that that mattered in my game. Uh, and that, I mean, I've just continued to grow every year and get better and better, and that was something I, I made – made noticeable that I wanted to do from my last year of college uh, into the pros. Uh, and then just being drafted, uh, could have been drafted in a better uh, position. I mean, I had a lot of guys around me that just allowed me to go out there and just enjoy the game of football uh, and let it rip and have fun. Well, one of the things I, uh, I'm wondering, Dak, is what do you think was your greatest accomplishment at Mississippi State, taking the school to number one in the football field or graduating with both a bachelor and a master's degree, which is two more degrees than I have? <laughs> uh it's hard for me to say uh, one or the other. Um, definitely on the football field, it was taking the school to number one. That was something. Uh, and choosing Mississippi State, uh, when I had offers it to go to in-state LSU or to go to TCU, uh, I wanted to go to Mississippi State and try to do what I did and, and build a team that hadn't had much success. Uh, and to take them to number one, that was very, that was exactly what I wanted to do in choosing that school. So that was great for me. And then uh, when I went, I graduated high school early as well. And uh, so they gave me an extra semester and time to work on my degree. So I went into college as well, so I wanted my master's degree. So to be able to finish with both of those was uh, very gratifying. So um, I don't know if I can if I can pinpoint and say one's more important than the other uh, uh, other to me because uh, I love the game of football, but I know how important it is to have your degree. Why was education so important to you? Because obviously it's clear from what you, just what you're saying and what you did, uh, it's much more important to you perhaps than a lot of guys that that aimed for the NFL. Why Why was it so important to you? Uh, yeah, even though I had all the confidence in myself uh, in making it to the NFL or making it uh, in the game of football, uh, 
I knew that it can be taken away from you at any moment. And um, I never wanted to, to be that guy saying, well, if I would have got my degree or something, um, then I would have. I would have had something to fall back on. Uh, so to me, it's it's uh, and it's not only that. Uh, I mean, just getting my degrees have helped me immensely, just within the game of football and uh, with people, um, just making me more educated in general. Uh, and it's something I continue to do. I mean, I actually continue, and at some point, uh, either when I'm done or one off season, I want to start working on my my doctorate. So I mean, it's it's very important to me. Wow, you doctorate in what? Uh, psychology. You could help the three of us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're with Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at @talkoffamenet. And Dak, um, I mentioned earlier that you were expected to sit as a rookie, which you were, but you had to play. And when you did play, you were an immediate success, and you you really never had a hiccup as a rookie. How do you explain that when so many first-year quarterbacks struggle at the quarterback position? Just, I mean, I get a lot of credit all the time. Any chance that I get of giving uh, credit to my college coach and Dan Mullen of having me pre- uh, prepared for the NFL mentally uh, more than anything, of teaching me the game of football, uh, not only teaching me just spread offense, but teaching me defenses, teaching me all sorts of offenses um, and just allowing it to, to when I had the chance to put it on display here in the NFL that I, that I knew a bunch of things. And I think that's something else that people may have missed in the draft is just my knowledge for the game. Uh, and not only that, I mean, I had great coaches, uh, Coach Gary, Coach Lennon, Coach Wilson, uh, Mark Sanchez, Tony, Kellen Moore. They all did a great job of preparing me week in and week out um, of what I'm going to see. And then throughout the game as well, as things came up, that allowed me uh, just to play smooth and, and trust in my preparation. So, Dak, were you more nervous for your college starting debut against Alcorn State in 2013 or your NFL starting debut against the Giants? Uh, yeah, I definitely say college. Um, just. I guess I mean I guess college got me prepared to not be nervous for the NFL. So uh, I mean always wanting to play SEC football, be a starting quarterback uh, to, for that first chance to have that, um, and not want and it was not wanting to let anyone down. Uh, I think I was a whole lot more nervous then. Although I mean it's, it's the same, it's equal importance uh, getting to the NFL. Another dream accomplished, and I want to play well. But having those reps in the preseason game. Uh, and then just kind of having having the guys that I have around me made me feel so comfortable uh, that I didn't have to be nervous. Your dad was a Cowboys fan, and as a result, uh, you became a Cowboys fan. Uh, I think you, you were born in 1993, so you were kind of a bit young to see some of that Super Bowl run. But how excited were you and your dad both when you heard your name called by the Cowboys? Uh, I mean, dream come true. Um, just growing up a fan, and then for my dad as well, uh, and then plenty of other members within my family. Uh, growing up in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, Dallas is three hours. It's two hours closer than the Saints. So uh, that was pretty much the home team uh, for us. So it was it was a dream come true. And then uh, my dad runs to the closet, comes back with five of his cowboy jerseys. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was a great moment. Which, which one does he wear on game days? Oh, well, now he only has one choice. Uh, well, he, has, he has two choices, white or blue, but it's number four. <laughs> Well, uh, you set a Mississippi State record. I see you're, you're sitting in your Bulldog sweatshirt. Uh, you set a Mississippi State record for consecutive passes without an interception. And then you go to the NFL. You set an NFL record for most consecutive passes without an interception to start your career. You had, I think it was 177. Anyway, simple question. What's your secret? You don't throw interceptions. What's the secret? Prepare. Uh, and I think that's the, the greatest thing that I can do and continue to get better at. And just in the simple fact of knowing what the defense is going to give me 
uh, knowing my plays in and out, knowing where my checkdowns are, uh, being able to get through my progression fast, and uh, it just all falls back on the prepara uh, preparation to me and, and knowing when to take your chances, knowing uh, when the reward is worth the risk uh, for the most part. And I give credit again to Coach Dan Mullen on kind of on teaching me that, uh, and then also kind of my mom putting that in the back of my head how much she hated interceptions uh, <laughs> have allowed me to, to just kind of be smart with the ball. Mom knows best. Hey, Dak, you won starts as a rookie at Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, and Washington. How did playing it in, in the SEC in such hostile environments as Alabama, Auburn, and LSU prepare you for playing on the road in the NFL? Oh, I mean, immensely. As crazy as it is, I don't know if any of those NFL teams or stadiums you said get a quarter of as loud as third down in Alabama or third down in Auburn or LSU. I mean, um, those were three of the, the loudest and uh, biggest and nicest venues I've played in. Uh, Alabama is a, is a pro stadium. Uh, LSU is just huge, and the fans are ridiculous. And Auburn is a more uh, – the stadium is kind of personable. I mean, you're eye level with the fans. So it's it's everything from the comments to the noise uh, to just playing in the SEC in a great great environment. Saturday nights on ESPN or 2.30s on CBS were all huge games in SEC that uh, – when I, when I get to the Lambeau Field and when I get to Heinz Field, it's just uh, it's another game. I've been here. I've played at Alabama three years. I've played at LSU four years, stuff like that, that just kind of allowed me just to, to not think of it as it's just another game that I've played in. What would you say was the biggest or, or maybe the toughest uh, adjustment you had to make from playing on Saturday night to playing on Sunday afternoon? What was the hardest thing for you? I'd say just the terminology. For, for Mississippi State, I mean, for the most part, we were – my two years anyway starting, we were spread, no huddle. Uh, so, I mean, I had to go back to my freshman, sophomore years when we huddled up when I got here. So, to me, that was the biggest thing of being able to take those long plays and, and, and then spit them out to the team, to my huddle. Uh, and I just had, again, great coaching that allowed me to, to get the script and to get the, get the whole game plan Monday and Tuesday. So, I had plenty of time to practice where Sunday uh, plays, you give me the personnel and the plays just roll off my tongue. But... Uh, it was tough at first. Hey, Dak, we got to run, but thanks so much for the time. Continued luck with the season, and continued luck with keeping our Rick Goslin in your corner. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. Thanks, thanks Dak. Guys. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You feel yourself getting lighter with each progressive discount. Paperless, safe driver, multi-car. Yes, lighter, like a new line of sneakers or a slugger on a crash diet the week before spring training. Stay away from the cheesecake. Ascend to a higher plane of insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. Not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 home. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in a higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Hi, Tom Bodet, trying to align my chakras around this hot yoga thing. Yep, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. 
I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the AC on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Just to remind the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham Reward bonus points. Book now at daysin.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, uh, it's Memorial Day week, and I know it's supposed to be reserved for members of the military who perished in conflict. And as the son of a career Marine Corps officer, I appreciate that. But, Ron, I, I couldn't help but think of former Sports Illustrated writer Frank DeFord uh, when he died this week, um, I think it was on Sunday, but uh, you talk about a giant of this industry and somebody who gave everything to this profession. Boy, that was Frank DeFord. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, he was a guy who put the bonus into those famous uh, long SI bonus pieces that yeah. they used to run when the SI was still in business. Uh, you know, there were a lot of great writers that worked there, as you know, you know Dan Jenkins and Mark Cram and Gary Smith and my yeah, friend Pat right. Putnam, but none were as consistently incredible as, as Frank DeFord. I mean, he wrote... He wrote away for better the you know he wrote away for seeds better than anything I ever wrote. I mean, yeah, and, and you know what he said? He didn't consider himself a sports writer. Considered himself a writer who covered sports. Right, and there's no doubt that was the case, and probably was part of the key to his magic. You know, he wasn't a yeah. stats guy; he was a story guy. Yeah, well, really, uh, not just a huge loss, huge loss for anyone who knew Frank DeFord, but for the entire profession of journalism. Not only a great writer, as we said, he was a great individual, and uh, he's going to be missed, Frank DeFord. Gone too soon at the age of 78. Someone who's not gone, fortunately, is 84-year-old Gil Brandt, whom I wrote about this week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, and whom we feature on today's State Your Case, brought to you by Motel 6. Go to motel6.com to make a reservation, and we'll leave the light on for you. Pro Football Hall of Fame three years ago created the contributor category, and Gil Brandt is the perfect candidate for it. You might recognize him as the voice or a voice on Sirius Satellite Radio, or maybe read his analyses on NFL.com. But before he was a draft expert or an NFL historian, he was an NFL executive, the personnel boss for the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what, Ron, as you know, he was darn good. He held that job for 29 years, and in that time, the Cowboys broke all sorts of new ground in the scouting and evaluations of players, including the use of computer programming, scope of searches, looking for players in different sports in different countries, and the use of low-round picks on guys who may or may not be interested or eligible for the NFL. That's how they found, for instance, Herschel Walker, Roger Staubach. And while we marvel at how the Chargers found Antonio Gates, who was a former star basketball player in college, before there was Antonio Gates, long before, there was Cornell Green. And he was a star basketball player at Utah State who never played a down of football. Later became a five-time pro bowler with the Cowboys. And, Ron, let's not forget about Bob Hayes. I mean, he was Bullet a gold Bob. medal sprinter. Oh, terrific. 
gold medal sprinter uh, who had unrefined football skills, but the Cowboys took a flower on him. Uh, nice gamble. Became a Hall of Fame wide receiver. In essence, Gil Brandt and the Cowboys changed the face of the league. But Gil is continuing to contribute through his work at Sirius and NFL.com, lending his expertise and knowledge to NFL personnel and NFL media. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame made him an enshrinee in 2015. And, Ron, the Pro Football Hall of Fame should follow. Well, you know, quick question on that. Uh, and we all love Gil, of course. But why Gil over, say, uh, Bucko Kilroy, who was an all-pro player, mm-hmm. an NFL coach, a top scout. In fact, worked with Gil down in Dallas and right. an NFL executive for 50 years. He seems to me the definition of a contributor. Yeah, no, I agree. And to me, Ron, I've been in that room. It's a toss-up. But I, I think... Uh, there's a question, who's most involved with the evaluation, evaluations of players with the Cowboys then? Was it Bucko, Gill, or Tex? Uh, I don't want to be crass here, but, but Gill gets the edge, uh, honestly, Ron, because he's alive. Because I, I remember what one advisor told us several years ago in that room. If it's close, lean to the guy who can appreciate it. Lean to the guy who's still alive. Hard to argue with that. Well, that's the signal that the first half is almost over, and that former Hall of Fame voter Nick Canepa of the San Diego Union-Tribune, my former paper, is in the house to help us with a two-minute drill. Nick, are you there? Yes, I am. Now, I know you've done this before, so you should know the drill, even if you are three hours behind us. Derek, start the clock. Funding was approved for a master plan to renovate the New Orleans Superdome. What's the first change you'd make? Well, I'd like to see a large beignet kiosk, but the first change they should make is being able to turn the lights on. Uh, actually, uh, in the same sort of uh, sense of it all, take the room, room off, fumigate the joint, and let the sun in. Why is missing voluntary workouts a big deal when they're voluntary? Uh, simple answer. Football coaches are paranoid and out of their minds. It's true. They also have a dictionary where the, the word voluntary has been voluntarily removed. Brandon Jacobs <laughs> vows to get Jim Harbaugh fired from Michigan. How? By purchasing Michigan. Could do that, or you just wait and wait for Jim to do it himself. Michael Vick wants to retire as a Falcon, but the team hasn't exactly expressed interest. Why? Because he's Michael Vick. Is Rashid Hagman's number being retired? <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you. Dog on if I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who let the dogs out, Ron? Brandon Cooks wants clarification on bow and arrow celebration rules. Can you give it to him? The Robin Hood rule. Cooks actually isn't anticipating a reason to celebrate. Look, I would tell him simple this. No bows, no arrows, especially against the Redskins. You're right about that. <laughs> Given Rob Gronkowski's history of injuries, what do you think of his new contract? I have no problem with any athlete making every dime they can. Owners have more money than they do. <laughs> well, history says bonuses that are listed as unlikely to be made are unlikely to be made, which is why the Patriots gave it to him. True or false, there's a civil war in Seattle between the Seahawks' defense and offense. True, and we know which side is winning. (laughs) False, there's a civil war between the coaching staff and the defense and the offense. Well, that is the end of our first half, but stay where you are. There's more of the NFC East coming on your way with Paul Schwartz of the New York Post, Paul Domowich of the Philly Daily News, and former Washington running back Larry Brown. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Billy Weishu's Johnson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are in the middle of the ocean on a raft, finding coverage options that fit your budget as you listen to the ebb and flow of the tide. 
Your budget, the ebb. Our coverage, the flow. Why tetherball isn't considered a real sport? Unknown. Be at one with your budget with the Name Your Price tool. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends. It's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 horse. It's not how fast you mow, my friends. It's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in the higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to align my chakras around this hot yoga thing. Yeah, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the AC on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825, 1-800-635-1825. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you know what? We demand that you should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, welcome back to our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Ron and I are flying alone today. Well, not really alone. Rick Gosselin is in the house, but we have plenty of our friends. And I mean plenty of our friends. Yeah, they're with us. You already heard from Dak Prescott, Todd Archer, and Nick Canepa. And this hour, we're going to check in with former Washington running back Larry Brown, Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowich of the Philadelphia Daily News, and our friend Nikki again. That'd be Nick Canepa in San Diego. But first, first we continue our swing around the NFC East with one of my favorite writers and reporters, the go-to guy on the Giants beat and... Someone, my father-in-law, he knows this. My father-in-law is a diehard Giants fan. He reads him daily and quotes him all the time to me, and that's Paul Schwartz of the New York Post. And Paul, as you know, I mean it when I say that about my father-in-law. I've talked to him many times about this. He'll say, hey, you got to pick up the Post today. Read Schwartz. You nailed it. Yeah, okay. I do. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Paul. I thought um, I was going to be speaking to your father-in-law. You are. You will be. He's moving up here, and we're going to put him on the phone with you. But uh, he's in the process of moving right now but you will be yeah we'll put him on the phone with you and hopefully you're as good with him then as you're going to be with us today but uh, uh thanks for doing this really appreciate it and we're going to ask you about the giants because we've talked about the cowboys and the nfc east but we want to talk about the giants and specifically i want to talk to you about what's going on with them right now and that's odell beckham jr um and and chris carter i mean what is going on there it, 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 do you have any problem with with uh OBJ taking 
Carter as his tutor over the Giants OTAs. I know much has been made of this story, but is it too much, Paul? Um, well, it's too much, yes, but um, in this day and age, uh, we make a lot of uh, small things into big things, but I do have a problem with it, sure. You know, if it's good enough for, what, 85 players, 86 players to be at the Giants in these OTAs, why isn't it good enough for the best player on the team? Um, it's not really a contract holdout situation. Uh, you know, Odell's making what he's going to make this year, $1.8 million. The Giants picked up his fifth-year option for about $8.5 million next year. You know, I mean, rationally speaking, Odell has to wait his turn to get that mega deal like Antonio Brown did and guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not there. And, and, you know, you guys cover football. Missing an OTA or two, not a big deal. It's right. May. It's not July and August. Not a big deal. But it sounds like Odell's going to miss all of them. He'll be at the mandatory minicamp in June. Uh, he uh, was having some oral surgery, he said, and did not go to Eli Manning's passing camp in Duke uh, last month. So, yeah, you know, Odell went on Twitter not long ago and said, you know, promise Giants fans he's going to work harder than he ever has. And I have no question that he's working really hard and is in great shape and doing whatever he's doing with Chris Carter and his own workout guys and, you know, catching passes from Johnny Manziel. Terrible optics. Uh, we all know optics aren't always reality. But he should be in New Jersey for some of these OTAs. And because he's not, I think it's selfish on his part. Well, what do you think of, of uh, Chris Carter himself? Mentor, enabler, all or none of the above? You know, How do you look at that choice and what Chris Carter can perhaps do for him? <laughs> if you look at it, you know, there was a video posted. You know, uh, Chris Carter's wearing cowboy boots, pants, and a shirt. And, you know, Odell is in workout clothes. So do I think that Chris Carter is spending hours with Odell, working on the fine points, sweating it out about, you know, releases off the line and and using your hands? No, I don't. I think Chris Carter stopped by and gave Odell a few things. Uh, I talked to Chris Carter last year, and he said how he's very interested in in being a mentor and a role model to Odell. I think, you know, like always often happens, a lot of these older guys, middle-aged guys, want to, you know, attach themselves to the young stud, and that's what Odell is, obviously. kind of makes them a little more relevant, to, you know, in, in this stage of their life. Um, I don't. I think he can. Uh, Odell could learn a lot from Chris Carter as a pass catcher. Uh, I don't think he's using him as a complete role model. Uh, you know, Chris Carter has had some shaky role model uh, tendencies on his resume, certainly. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm not thrilled with it. You know, am I thrilled with him hanging out with Johnny Manziel? No. You know, I'm not his coach. I'm not his parent. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, his guru. I'm not anything. But, you know, Godell's 24. He's not um, a, an old veteran, but he is a veteran. He makes his own choices. And let's not forget, guys, last week it was announced that he's going to be making five years, $29 million at the least from Nike. So his main employer right now, money-wise, is Nike, and they want him to be a global icon. And so hanging out with Johnny Manziel and hanging out with Chris Carter – I guess, helps in the global icon department. <laughs> yeah, I suppose when you think, compare that hangout with Ben McAdoo, you know, <laughs> it just really does, doesn't do it, you know? Um, what I'm wondering, though, is uh, how do you think in the end this all plays out? You know, they're, they're voluntary workouts, as you said. Uh, there's nothing the Giants can do about it. How do you think it all plays out in the end with his teammates, with Eli, and going forward? Well, Eli is Eli. You guys know Eli well. You've dealt with Eli. Eli mm-hmm. is... You know, it rolls right off his back. He's not taking it personally. Eli's working with the guys. He's there. He's got to start a relationship with Brandon Marshall. Uh, he's got to start a relationship with the first-round pick, Evan Engram, the tight end. So, you know, that, that's what Eli is doing right now. Well, would Eli want Odell there? Sure. 
but you know, Eli has 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 avoided so many of these battles over the years with, with Jeremy Shockey when he didn't show up and Plaxico Burris when he didn't show up. So, you know, Eli is the least of the Giants' problems in that regard. How I think it ends up is he, he shows up in mid-June for the three-day mandatory minicamp, then everyone takes a break and he shows up for training camp, and, and I think everything's fine. The issue is is that we'll all look back on this if things go poorly, just like we look back at that Miami trip that Odell and a bunch of receivers took six days before the playoff game, and then Odell dropped the touchdown pass and the Giants lost miserably in Green Bay. So you look back on that and you say, wow, that was a bad idea. If, if Odell and the receivers had a big game in Green Bay, everyone would have laughed off that, that uh, you know, trip to Miami, hanging out late at night. So um, I don't think this is a big deal in months from now. Now it's a big deal because it's the only deal we have in front of us. <laughs> We're speaking with Paul Schwartz, Giants beat writer extraordinaire for the New York Post, and he's talking to us on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And Paul is glad to have you mentioned about Chris Carter, the old guy hanging out with the young stud. That's why Ron's on the show. He wants to hang out with me. So glad exactly. you mentioned that and uh, sort of <laughs> refreshed us as to why he's here. But uh, you mentioned the quarterback, Eli Manning. Uh, I want to switch topics to him. Um, the Giants used a third-round draft pick on another quarterback. That's Davis Webb of Cal. First of all, is he the quarterback of the future? And second, if he is, what does that mean for Eli? Well, it means like uh, Eli is the present, but he's not the future future, right? I mean, uh, he, you know, he's I mean, is the clock ticking old. on him? Sure it is. Sure it is. I mean, he's got three years left on his contract. Look, I mean, you know, people can, can whisper and, and not whisper, whatever. He's 36. His right. contract expires when he's 39. You know, God bless him if at 39 the Giants look at Eli and they say, we want him again. We want him for until he's 40. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, Tom Brady is one thing. Most guys regress once they get close to 40. Most guys don't even get close to 40. So, you know, I look, the Giants look at this. They remember what happened after Phil Simms left, after, you know, after 15, you know, all those years with Phil Simms. They wandered in the quarterback desert with Dave Brown, Danny Connell, and, and Kent Graham, you know, and, and had a sign, you know, Kerry Collins. They don't, you know, they see what the Colts have done. They see what the Packers have done. And the Giants say, we want that also. We want a handoff. And so, look, Davis Webb, uh, the Giants don't think he's ready right now. He's a big, tall, statuesque passer. You know, most NFL scouts did not think he's ready to play now, and he doesn't have to be. So the beauty of it is, look, guys, we all grew up in the NFL where this was very commonplace, right? You draft a quarterback, and he sits for a couple of years. You know, nowadays, it, it, you know, people go crazy when a guy has to sit. He's got to play right away. Davis Webb is not making a lot of money. He'll sit, and, uh, you know, if, if, if he's going to be the third quarterback. You know, they have Geno Smith and Josh Johnson battling for the backup spot. So I think it's a smart move. You know, he's a third-round draft pick. Now you want to say, man, couldn't they have drafted a different position in the third round to help him? Absolutely. But why do we all take out insurance, right? Because right. if something happens – we're, we're insured, and we're in good shape, and that's what they're doing to quarterback here. Hey, Paul, quick question for you. We've got about 30 seconds left. Um, we had Dak Prescott on the first uh, uh, hour. Are, are the Giants the biggest threat to the Cowboys? About 15 or 20 seconds. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I think they are, yes. The Giants' defense comes back intact. They were the fifth-rated defense last year. Their offense should be better with maturation on the offensive line with Evan Ingram, uh, with Paul Perkins' maturity. So, yeah, I mean, the Giants won 11 games last year, and I think they're better this year so. If they can win 12 games, they're a definite threat to the Cowboys. Paul Schwartz, 
Thanks for the time. My father-in-law is going to be jealous. He nailed Thanks, it. Paul. And it, once again, you didn't, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paulie. See you, Paul. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Thanks, that guys. was Paul Schwartz of the New York Post. Up next, we head down to Philadelphia to get a league-wide view from Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowich. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, this is Morton Anderson, and you're listening to Rick, Ron, and Clark of the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. Thinking about your summer vacation? Toes in the sand, hiking the trails, taking a dip in the pool. Days In can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days In nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun-filled vacation at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%. Plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard, you need a Z-Track Z345 It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in a higher gear, see a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Want a bright start to summer? Ask Sherwin-Williams during the National Painting Week sale and save 30% on paints and stains, May 19th through the 29th. With colors like pool blue, organic green, and daffodil, we've got everything you need to add a splash of color. Your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store is right around the corner. Find it at sherwinwilliams.com save. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Speaking of winners, Talk of Fame Network sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know something? You probably should have gone... 15 minutes ago. Well, as we mentioned, um, we're without Rick Gossett today. He's on vacation. And I feel lost. 
<laughs> like a little sheepy lost I, I in think, the woods. I, I think he's still back in Kansas City, isn't he? I think he's still back there. Maybe he's, he's auditioning the Royals. He's on 12th instructor. Street and Vine. That's where he is. <laughs> I don't know. You should uh, help out the Kansas City Royals. Boy, the last is about every hitting category. Anyway, with uh, Gooseman gone, we've invited another NFC East guru. Yes, guru to talk about the division, and that would be Hall of Fame voter, longtime friend, and Philly Daily News columnist Paul Domowich. Hey, Domo, nice to have you back. Been too long. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Before we get started, let me pull in Ron here for our, our latest poll results on our website, and that website, of course, be talkoffamenetwork.com. Uh, we ran a poll last week asking readers to vote on the AFC West, essentially who's going to win it, and no surprise, Ron, we heard from Raider Nation. Uh, my only question is, did you vote a couple hundred times, or did you have your Raider cronies go to bat for you? There they are. Uh, yeah. Listen there to that music. Playing. i got to put a cold compress on my head. Listen to that song. <laughs> That's, that is just Did you me. stuff the box there, Ron? Well, you know, as you know, I am up here in Boston. That is a Boston political tradition. You know, we did elect a mayor who was in prison at the time. It happens, you know. But ballot box stuffing works on the West Coast, too, I think, uh, judging by this poll. Go Raiders! <laughs> well, maybe this is wishing too much, Ron, but uh, I'm going to ask for an unbiased, yes, unbiased point of view here. I'm not sure if you're capable of it. That's but me. Try, try. Who do you think wins that division this season? Who do you think? Well, well, give me a second to take off my Raiders helmet. <laughs> Channel the there music again, Derek, would you please? <laughs> uh, look, if Derek Carr stays healthy, I really do believe the Raiders are the best team in that division. They, I mean, they really were in 2016 until Carr went down, uh, and then they couldn't beat away flies. You know, I mean, it, it reminded me a lot of the Colts with and without Peyton Manning, which is not to compare Derek Carr to Peyton Manning, but you get the point. Yeah. Uh, they were one team with him and, and nearly unrecognizable without him. So if he stays healthy, I think they're improved enough on defense. I think they're loaded on offense. Uh, I think Marshawn Lynch is going to help them and help him. And I haven't said all that. Look, it's a tough division. As we all know, Denver's defense, top-notch, although changing some. And the Chiefs are always solid. San Diego, they're San Diego, even though they're that now LA. Los still Angeles. San that would be LA, yeah. not San Diego. Yeah, and they'll still play like they're San Diego, trust me. But in the end, it's usually the team with the best quarterback in these divisions who survives uh, because of the nature of the way the game's played today. And, and to me, that's Oakland by okay, a mile. If it's the team with the best quarterback, I guess the Chargers going to win, right? <laughs> we like Philip. Yeah, we, we do love Philip Rivers. Hey, uh, we have another poll up this week, and, and this is where Paul Domowicz can help us, and he, I, hopefully he is going to help us. It's on the NFC East and who wins it. And you can vote right now on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. And Domo, let, let's get to your vote right here, right now. Um, who do you like in this division and why? Well, I think it's, you know, this is going to be a four-horse race this year, I think, but uh, a lot closer, I think, than last year. But I think the Giants are going to win this. Whoa. Right now, if I had to pick a winner, it'd be the Giants. Wow! Uh, Why? You know, I mean, they beat they beat they beat the Cowboys twice last year. You know, they they they. I mean, they still have some problems up front with their offensive line, but I mean, their you know their defense gave up more than twenty four points. I think once last last year. You know, they 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 added uh, Brandon Marshall, uh, so I mean, they're going to have a terrific passing game. They couldn't run the ball to save their life last year, but. You know, I think they got a nice pickup in in the in the fourth round when they got the kid from Clemson, Wayne Gallman. So, mm-hmm. you know, they won 11 games last year. Um, and I'm just not, you know, right now I look at at the Cowboys and I I still don't see any improvement with that defense. So, uh, you know, I'm going to pick the Giants. What wow. do you think the story is on the whole division, uh, Paul? Are they, is it four good teams? Is it four mediocre teams that, that and that's why they sort of all seem to battle it out and one beats the other and one beats the other uh you know how do you see yeah. you know the four of them overall? i think it's four you know i mean I, you know it's hard to i'd say 
better than mediocre. Uh, somewhere between mediocre and good. Uh, <laughs> like me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like our like program all. sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is a division. You look at the, the 12 games they played against each other last year, only two of them were decided by seven points or, or, or more. I mean, eight points or more. And those were two week 17 games that meant nothing. So, I mean, when they were playing games that mattered, they all came down to the end. I mean, that's, and you know, that was last year. You know, I look at, at, at all these teams, I don't see anybody that got weaker. Uh, I think the Eagles, who finished fourth was, you know, last year winning only seven games, have made a lot of strides. I think, I think they're going to be a better team this year. I still have questions about Washington. But, I mean, I, I just think that it's going to be a, a, a division that goes down to week 16 and 17. The problem when you've got a division like that, as you guys well know, is you know you need that first round buy is is so important, and generally when you've got a division like this where you're just you know beating each other to death, it it comes down to a you know a ten and six, nine and seven winner, and, and that's not going to get you very far as as far as a postseason uh, buy. Okay, Damo, as we do each week on this program, we're going to take a quick tour around this division. And I'm going to ask each of you, you and Ron, some questions about it, and, and I want your takes in reasonably short order. So, um, Ron, you know the drill. Dom, it's pretty easy, but uh, the questions are pretty quick, and, and so are the answers. So let's just start it. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz? Uh, Prescott, right now, he's done it. Uh, you know, Wentz had a up-and-down year. I think he's got a lot of talent. But, but, I mean, Prescott, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, best offensive line of football in front of him. Ronnie? Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, great minds think alike. You know, he's a more proven commodity. It doesn't mean he'll be the long-term better, and he could always have a little sophomore slump, but I, I just think that he was calm under pressure. I think they're going to be, and he will be a little bit better uh, than he was a year ago. Uh, and, and I think until somebody proves they are, they're better than he is, they got a little bit of a road to hoe. Okay, Ron, we're running out of time here. Let's get through these pretty quickly. Where's Kirk Cousins a year from now, Ron? Probably still in Washington. Look, they they need a, they all need quarterbacks. They know that. And if they got to franchise them, they will. Dama. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same. I don't think they're ever gonna have enough faith to give him a multi-year contract. But he's gonna stay there and collect twenty million plus every year until uh, he retires. Like you, <laughs> sort of like you, Philadelphia. Nice. Um, exactly. Which of the NFC East teams had the best offseason, Paul? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Whoa. Added Jeffrey, added uh, Torrey Smith, added Chris Long, had a good draft. Uh, you know, they addressed all of the, pretty much all of their problems. You look at some of these other teams in the division, they had some nice pickups, but they still left a lot, they still have some holes that they didn't fill. Ron. Wow, we're just like side-by-side uh, -side agreeable. Eh? You know, I think it's the same. I think Dallas, maybe, but that, that depends on how much you like their draft or not. If you don't like their draft, then, then I think it was the Eagles. Quick looking over his shoulder, Ron, would you please? Okay, Ronnie, if you had one NFC East coach to win a big game, we've got about 45 seconds left here. If you had one coach to win a big game, which one would you choose and why? Patterson, but only because I've seen too much of the other three guys. I mean, I don't want any of them driving my car to, to get me to the prom thing. Just <laughs> I think Paul liked that answer. How about you, Paul? I'm going to go with the Cowboys guy. Jason Garrett. Oh. Yeah, Goose just dropped it, dead uh, in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he careened off the road. <laughs> if, only, if only because he's he's been around a while, you know. I mean, I, I mean, Doug Peterson didn't screw up ba anything badly last year because he, he didn't have any great challenges. But uh, you know, he, he's kind of he's a grinder like like Andy Reid. You know, yeah. I, Jason Garrett's a little smarter. Okay, well, Dama, we got to run. 
Thanks so much. Listen, I'll tell Goose not to hurry back that he's been replaced. Thanks, Damo. (laughs) That was Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowitz, the Philly Daily News. Up next, former Washington running back Larry Brown. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hey, this is John Lynch, 49ers general manager, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to align my chakras around this hot yoga thing. Yeah, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the AC on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard, you need a Z-Track Z345 on. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in the higher gear, see a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this, um... Five seconds. Oh, switching to GEICO could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay. Judges? That's true, Kevin. Bill will allow it. Congratulations. You're a winner. Woo! GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights, save 20%, and earn 1,000 Wyndham reward bonus points. Book now at daysinn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Well, that music should give you a clue as to who our next guest is. He's a familiar name in and around Washington, and we believe should be a familiar name in and around Canton, Ohio, too. Talking about former Redskins running back Larry Brown, who over a four-year period was the best running back anywhere, winning an NFL rushing title, named an NFL MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and NFL Offensive Player of the Year. He's in the Redskins Ring of Honor, was named one of the 70 greatest Redskins of all time, but he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not yet he's not, and he's here to discuss that and other topics with us. Hey, Larry, thanks so much for joining us. Not a problem. I mentioned that you're not in the Hall. We think you're worthy, and our Rick Gosselin wrote a piece on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, earlier this year saying as much. Um, do you spend much time thinking about it, and does it bother you that you're not in Canton? It bothers me a little bit now because when I retired, I was told that I didn't play long enough. And I said, but, you know, I used to think that all I had to do was make a 
significant contribution to the game. In, in retrospect, I think I did that. But with Terrell Davis being uh, inducted this year, hopefully uh, things will change because we have a very similar uh, stat and we are both, of our, both of our careers were cut short because of injury. How much do you think longevity should count when we're talking about Hall of Fame careers? Because, as you know, you know, you always worry as a voter, as Clark and I are, that wherever that line is, you know, you're always afraid if you drift too far over it, you know, someone's going to be arguing for a guy who had one great season or two great seasons. Do you think it uh, should be a factor? Uh, I don't think I don't think so, but you know I could be biased, but but I think it should be based on your contribution to the game. If you made a significant contribution to the game, then you should be considered. You mentioned Terrell Davis in in the shortened career uh, and how you think that should help might help your case. Do you hold out sort of much hope for that, or or are you fearful at all that uh, you know as time passes? Uh, you know, this great players, you know, I always think of Jerry Kramer as the poster boy for a guy in your situation, a guy who was on the 50th anniversary team and is the only member of that team who's not in the Hall of Fame, which makes me scratch. We can argue about him, but it just makes me scratch my head. So do you think, are you fearful at all that too much time has passed? Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it hasn't, but, you know, I realize also that the fact that the internet has forced a lot of people to a lot of sports writers to change jobs or retire. And I would imagine at some point in time, if not now, you're going to have a lot of members of the committee, voting committee or senior committee who have never seen me play. Mm -hmm. Right. True. Very true. And, and that's why we're here. Honestly, Larry is because we did see you play. We know what you did for the game. Okay. And we know the contributions you made. And, and speaking of which, we're speaking with former Washington Redskins running back Larry Brown here on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at Talk of Fame Net. And we were talking to, to Larry about what an extraordinary runner he was and how difficult it was for people to tackle him. And, Larry, you said, you know why I ran that way? I ran because I was scared, right? Yes. What were you scared of? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I think... I was first, the first, I was afraid of Vince Lombardi. (laughs) (laughs) He was a driving force because he was the coach of my rookie year. And he he told me one time, he said, if you make the decision not to stay with the hole or the the block or stay with the block, then you better not come up short in terms of yardage. And I remembered that. I said, okay, this doesn't look good on this particular play. This, path doesn't look good, so I have to make a decision very quickly to take another path, and i got to make sure I gain yardage. Otherwise, I had to face with somebody, and facing him was very, very difficult, especially for me. (laughs) Well, Larry, I I know you spent only one year with him because Vince passed after that one year, but in that one year, could you tell what made this guy special, what made him a great coach or motivator? Well, I think one of the things that he would – would chew you out and just when you're you're really down because he beat up on you in front of your your peers and he would come over and say something to you like he told me once he said Larry you can call me anything you want to but just don't let me hear you 
<laughs> so things like that, and things like that, you say, well, this guy's a nice guy. You know, he's okay. <laughs> of all the people who chased you and tackled you and put you on the ground, uh, and I'll reveal my bias is Dick Butkus. I was, I was the greatest defensive player I ever saw. But who was the guy who, who gave you the most trouble or the guy you kept you up at night the night before a game thinking about? Willie Lanier. Yeah. Mm. I told I was in the, after maybe a, a half at halftime we played we played Kansas City and at halftime I went in the locker room went in the locker room I told the offensive line I said you make up your mind whether you're going to block Willie Willie Lanier or if you can't block him I'll block him myself and you run the ball. <laughs> So what happened? Did they block it? <laughs> I don't think they were in any. I don't think um, they were a little bit more competitive the second half. But Willie was a very predominant uh, middle linebacker. I mean, he when he hit you, you really felt it. <laughs> well, let me, Larry. When I was asking you, or talking about you earlier, and, and introducing you, let me ask you this. I mean, of all the accomplishments that I mentioned, and there were a litany of them. And, and I didn't mention uh, that you once ran for, I think, 192 yards against the Giants or that you scored four times against the Eagles. But of all of those accomplishments, which gives you the greatest satisfaction? Well, I guess uh, gaining 191 yards or 192 yards against the uh, New York Giants, that was, that was uh, my uh, greatest, uh, that was my best game by, by, long, by, by a lot. I remember that game only because I remember the game because I did gain that 92, 192 yards. But also, when I scored one of the touchdowns, somebody threw a can of beer on me. <laughs> and I was terribly upset, but I was upset because it wasn't my brand. <laughs> <laughs> what brand was it? What was your brand? <laughs> I don't really remember now, but uh, I, I'm sure. It wasn't my brand. That's the line. <laughs> you know why you're so successful in that game? Because the offensive line didn't have to look for Willie Lanier. <laughs> for sure. That's right. That's, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Larry, did you, obviously, as we talked earlier, you know, you had your career cut short early after all these tremendous compliments as Offensive Player of the Year and NFL MVP and so forth. How difficult was it for you in the early years after your career was over to, to just sort of accept that, that you'd gotten a bad break and, and that you weren't going to be able to achieve all the things that it certainly looked like you were going to achieve? Well, I going into the game, uh, I knew that the career span for a running back was pretty short, okay? So I made up my mind that I'll go out here and do the best I could on every every play. And when when, the, when that day comes that it was all over, I can look back and say I made a contribution a significant contribution to the game, and that's exactly what I did. When when that time came, when I saw that light at the end of the tunnel, I moved uh, very quickly towards that light and and uh, embraced uh, a second career. Larry, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. It's called a commercial. It's flashing on and off, so that means we got to run. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with that Hall of Fame candidacy. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Larry. You got it. That was former Washington running back Larry Brown. Up next, it's Borges or Bogus. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. 
And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's mycleanpc.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. This is Drew Pearson, the original 88 with the Dallas Cowboys, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. According to the dad bod craze, the lumpy, less than chiseled look is now totally in. So you could say I'm in the best shape of my life. And so is Motel 6. They've updated their properties nationwide with contemporary everything, still for the same low price you've come to expect. So your wallet can feel a little pleasantly plump, too. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 over. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in the higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this. Um, five seconds. Oh, switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay. Judges? That's true, Kevin. Bill will allow it. Congratulations. You're a winner. Woo! Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Also brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham reward bonus points. Book now at DaysInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. In the first hour, we addressed the passing of former writer Frank DeFord. But we also lost, Ron, a pretty good football player last week, and that was former wide receiver Sonny Randall. I know a lot of our listeners may not remember him, but they should. As a rookie in 1960, he caught 62 passes, which was second best in the NFL. Led the league with 15 touchdowns. Two years later, in fact, both two and three years later, he had over 1,000 yards each season, 62 and 63, including a monster game versus the Giants in November 62. We had 16 catches for 256 yards, which by today's standards, Ron, would be something like, what, 30 (laughs) catches for 400 yards? I don't know, something like that. But I had another 1,000-yard year in 63 and was on his way to a third straight 1,000-yard season in 64 when a serious shoulder separation Ended his season, and that's a long way of saying, listen, Sonny Randall, uh, he should remember, be remembered as one of the best. 
Oh, no question. If you look at those numbers, again, that you just recited, this was a time when teams were passing primarily on third down, and the, the running game often accounted for at least 50% and oftentimes more than 50% of the offense. Now that's totally reversed. But two of those years, Sonny Randall uh, was one-third of the passing game and 25% of the total offense. So yeah. It was an amazing player. Yeah, well, you hear that song? It means it's time again for Borges or... Bogus. Brought to you this week by Cabbage. Small business loans for the real world. To learn more, go to cabbage.com. And Ron, that's cabbage with a K, as in Kaepernick with a K. Exactly. In the ongoing case of the missing Kaepernick, it would seem what we got here is a failure to communicate. As a prison warden and chain gang overseer, Strother Martin once told prisoner Paul Newman in the movie Cool Hand Luke, that failure continued last week when Giants owner John Mara admitted in an interview that the NFL's apparent lack of interest in Kaepernick may be explained in part because of some fans' dismay at his decision to exercise his constitutionally protected right to free speech uh, last year, not by speaking out, but by kneeling down. Mara claimed he had never seen more emotional mail. I'm sure that's not bogus. Uh, as Kaepernick's uh, refusal to stand for the anthem is a protest against the treatment of uh, some uh, African-Americans. Hit a nerve. That was the idea, of course. What was not was unemployment. Mara may have a point about fan reaction, but the threat he cites is an idle one. If you go to the Giants' website and click Get Season Tickets, it takes you directly to a personal license fee site where the personal licenses range from $7,500 to $12,500 plus season ticket prices between $4,680 and $2,930. So if you have between $17,180 and on the downside, 10430 you can still buy Giants tickets. As the Giants site points out, all non-club seats sold out. In other words, unless you're a one-percenter or an idiot, take a knee. The point in mentioning this is any threat fans will not show up to NFL games in significant numbers is... Bogus. Whether you vehemently disagree or believe Colin Kaepernick is Gandhi in an afro, those kind of threats should not be driving NFL personnel decisions on whether Kaepernick is one of the 96 best quarterbacks in the land. Is he more of a distraction than the multitude of drunk drivers, wife beaters, child abusers, and multi-time drug offenders presently in the league? Bogus. When viewed dispassionately, Colin Kaepernick was an ill-informed civics lesson, an unwitting weekly reminder of the freedom so many give their li- gave their lives to protect. That ultimate sacrifice wasn't given to preserve the freedom of the majority. It was to protect the freedom of the minority and the marginalized. Some may not want to hear it, but that's not bogus. It's true. One can talk about respecting the flag, but a flag is not what men and women died for. It's the freedoms we have under that flag that have led so many to give the ultimate sacrifice to preserve it. One of them is for a guy to disagree vehemently with the way most of us look at things and take a knee to express it without losing his job or his life. That's not a threat to our freedom or an insult to those who fought for it. It's a reminder that the kind of freedom we say we're about in America isn't always easy to swallow or to protect, but it's worth it. Well, there is that signal again, which means Nick Canepa is back with us to complete the two-minute drill. Thanks for sticking around, Nicky. Derek, let's get to it. Odell Beckham says he doesn't have to do what his head coach says. What do you say? Well, I'd say the day is coming soon when he's going to be looking for work. <laughs> That's right. Simply put, I would say, take a seat, Pete. <laughs> which newly minted ESPN commentator would you rather hear, Rex Ryan or Chip Kelly? Who's Chip Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Rex, a fa- I favor funny arrogance over plain arrogance. Victor Cruz claims the Giants sabotaged his career. How? By allowing him to play. Uh, by not allowing him to do the Macarena. 
Is King Arthur Legend of the Sword a movie about A, the Knights of the Round Table, B, the crazy world of Arthur Brown, or C, Colts Hall of Famer Art Donovan? It's about Arthur Trump's sword dance in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I think it's about Falcon's owner King Arthur Blank and the rise of Home Depot. They sell swords. How real is Seattle's interest in Colin Kaepernick? Well, how many quarterbacks in the NFL are worse than him? 40, 50? <laughs> I'd say it's about as real as as their desire to trade Richard Sherman. Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Oco Ocho Cinco, says Commissioner Roger Goodell sought his advice on celebration rules. You buy that? Well, maybe. Roger had to, had to talk to somebody to find out what fun really is. <laughs> I would say yes, considering some of his other advisors is to step up. Last two questions here. Why is the Baseball Hall of Fame honoring the Simpsons? Because they didn't honor the San Diego chicken. <laughs> because it's about time Harry Suitcase Simpson got the honor with those size 13 feet. And when will the Football Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, honor Ron Borges? What? When the Hall of Fame electors admit they've heard of Ron Borges. <laughs> Not this year. I need two more nominations to become the Harry Stassen of presidential races. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'd like to thank Dak Prescott, Larry Brown, Nick Canepa, Paul Domowitz, Todd Archer, and Paul Schwartz for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, where you can find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us at this time and on this station next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where my pillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to mypillow.com, click the radio listener special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's mypillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1 800 635 1825. 1 800 635 1825. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard, you need a Z-Track Z345 horse. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in the higher gear, see a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Yo, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.